day number four of National Podcast Post Month. 30 days of trips down memory lane for this program, The Spotlight, with me, your host, Ben Beck, uh, gearing up before we jump into season seven at the end of the year, beginning of next. And uh, Shannon Sassaman, wow, this was like, this was, this was a, a fun one as well. We were incredibly excited. This is my, my former co-host, Adam and I. We were incredibly excited to have Shannon on. She was promoting a Fox show written by M. Night Shyamalan called Wayward Pines, which we really enjoyed the first season of. Unfortunately, it didn't last too long, uh, but she was a main character. And for those of you who may not be familiar with the name, uh, if you know the movie A Knight's Tale like I do and love, uh, she was Jocelyn. She was the love interest, which we were incredibly happy to get an opportunity to talk to her about A Knight's Tale as well. Uh, Rules of Attraction, so many other movies and projects that she's been a part of. This was an incredibly fun conversation to have. Uh, so check it out. This conversation with Shannon Sossaman. All right, everybody. So moving on to our second guest this week. She's actually someone we were supposed to have on our show last week, as, as we had mentioned. But due to the massive storm in our area that caused a ton of power outages, internet outages and such, uh, we had to postpone. But she's with us now. Uh, and She can be seen every Thursday night on what we feel is Fox's new hit show, Wayward Pines. Please welcome to the program, Shannon Sossaman. Shannon, thanks for joining us tonight. Yes, thank you for having me. <laughs> and again, thanks for uh, thanks for... <laughs> Working with us, even though uh, for the, I will say it was the first time we ever had to postpone something on our end. But uh, Mother Nature obviously had some different plans. And today, actually, um, you know, we were talking off air. There was more major storms in the area, and, and even a few miles away from my house, uh, there was a funnel cloud and almost a tornado. But despite all that, we're glad you can, uh, can join us. <laughs> well, like I was saying earlier, I, I feel uh, slightly. Envious. I don't know. We're, I'm in California. There's a drought. I wish there was <laughs> rain falling on us. Plus, I just like rain. Yeah. So. Um, so we're a little over halfway through Wayward Pines. Uh, episode seven just aired this past Thursday. We're moving on this episode eight now of the 10 episodes that are airing. Um, you know, so a couple episodes left. What can we expect without obviously any spoilers? What can we expect with coming up on Wayward Pines as we're wrapping up towards the end of this? Oh, such a a strange show. Um, You can, there's definitely, I think, you know what it is? I think it's because they had the reveal halfway through the season, Mm -hmm. uh, the big reveal. I think that it's more that the the last half, you know, the, the upcoming episodes are more the drama and how everyone deals with, uh, resistance to the some of that information and uh denial and moving forward how are we going to what 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 is you know it's it's how everyone reacts to it you know the main characters i mean and and kind of the drama that comes from that okay yeah like you said there's a lot of drama a lot of drama you know (laughs) because i think that that's a lot of character uh challenges and um, action as well. I, I, I won't not say that. There's definitely some action, but I think, the, you know, the, everyone knows what we're dealing with now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was so going to say. Kind of how everyone deals with that. 
Yeah, like you said, the fifth episode was was the very big reveal, you know, and, and somewhat twist. Um, you know, many shows save something like that for the finale, uh, which kind of makes me wonder. I mean, I, I know, like you said, most of it is them dealing with that. Are there going to be any other twists or surprises in these last few episodes? Definitely. I think that there's okay. some things at the end that are really, that even shocked us when we read it and, and, and then saw it, saw the finished, saw the finished product. So for sure, there's some, there's some wonderful m- moments that land hard. I don't want to take, I don't want to take that yeah, excitement yeah. away. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to spoil it, but I just wasn't sure. Cause I mean, I, I know at least in a few scenes, um, your character and a couple other characters were thinking maybe, uh, Matt Dillon's character was brainwashed and now it had me second guessing myself. I am like, <laughs> the same way. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting because Teresa, you know, and Kate as well, are kind of in the same boat there. They're, they, they they have different information, but they both really, like, Teresa for a very long time doesn't, I mean, it's just completely in the dark. Right. You know, Kate has a lot of information under, like, this underground kind of way. But, um, but, but Teresa doesn't have doesn't have any anything it's, it's almost naive and yeah, um yeah. which is which is fun you know she just wants she, she just wants to get the he- the heck out of there <laughs> you know from like a an irritated m- maternal place yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And I mean, and like Adam said, I mean, it's got you, the, the writing is so good on this show that even after that big reveal, uh, and you know, and everybody was stunned as to, as to what it was. And we're trying not to say it for people who haven't had the chance to, to see the show yet, but you know, there, there's the big reveal. And then like, as Adam said, afterwards, you start to second guess it, even though, you know, you're convinced by the end of that episode, that's what's real. And now you're starting to wonder as to if it really is real. And now, you know, you continue to watch to make sure. And, you know, writers like mysteries like Wayward Pines, they tend to keep those like closely guarded so that, you know, they don't reveal to the public and, and things like that. So I'm kind of wondering if you knew when you first read for the role, did you know what was coming in that episode yet? Or had that not been revealed until after you got the part? Well, it's it's in the you know a lot of it's in the books, and I read the first book, and we spoke about it in cast and and producer meetings. In the beginning, you know, we definitely all knew like where we were and what the, the operation. Toby Jones knew who he was playing, and mm-hmm. we all you know we knew what was going on. Um, but. Yeah, yeah, there's, for, for instance, Terrence didn't, and I, I won't say it, but Terrence didn't know his fate uh, until he read it. Okay, okay. Uh, so, so there were things like that that, they, that that were surprises for all of us. We didn't know the ending until we read it. We didn't know, so, so there, it's the, uh, it's, it was all in the details, the, the creative choices that, that w- were surprising. But where we were, the big reveal... What the show is really about, we all knew the whole time. Oh, okay. Okay. And did you say you read mm-hmm. the book before you uh, got the role, or was that something you that you kind of checked out afterwards? No, I read the first book when I got the audition. Okay. Just to kind of understand the world 
Um, but it didn't end up helping me very much because Teresa is a lot different in the book. I actually really liked her in the book. Um, you don't say you don't like her, uh, the character you play. <laughs> no, I, I stop it. <laughs> um, she, it kind of bugs me, you know. But, but I also remember feeling incredibly frustrated there, and I thought, you know what, this is all just this is just kind of bleeding into the other. Like I, this is this is appropriate. It's fine. I, I felt so. Um, frustrated during the process in many ways um, th- that are normal for a creative process and for a production and, and whatnot, and, and just not having any information sometimes as an actress and just kind of, you know, we were all very, we were all in it together, and it was it was a ride for sure. And yeah. so that kind of that kind of all, that kind of felt sometimes like I was actually stuck in Wayward Pines. Um, so that part I liked about it, but there were, no, she was a, I think in the book, Teresa was a, um, a clerk. She was, a, she was, she was like a secretary or a clerk, huh. which seems, which seems funny that I would want that instead of what they made her, which was an attempt to make her stronger, mm-hmm, right. which was a, 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 a former secret service trainee, which is where she was supposed to have met Ethan mm-hmm. and, or where she did meet Ethan and then, and then got pregnant and decided to obviously stay home. Um, I was having a hard time put, getting my feet in that. There, there were there were there were some holes in that one that were hard for me to even buy, and so I was struggling with that. But if I, and eventually it it worked, and we and, and we figured it out. Yeah. Um, but but I def, I think I would have been like, oh yeah, of course I'm you know the white. How it read, I don't know if you either of you have read the book, but how it read in the book was very. It's kind of fun. It was it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I do want to check out the books. When um, I kind of stayed away from the books when I heard about the show being announced because I had, uh, I had an opportunity to see the screening of it at a, at the Comic Con that was uh, in our area. You know, a couple weeks before it had aired, and they had a Q and A with M Night. Uh, you know, and he had mentioned there were definitely some differences from the books. So I, I wanted to, to, I wanted to get through the show first, and then I was going to go back and read the book. So I, I do still plan on going back to read them. Yeah, you should. You should for sure. And I again, I only read the first one, so I haven't read the, the rest. But I hear those are really great too. And I think he's still writing more. I think he's continuing the. Oh, well, that's the world. Well, that's good. That yeah. means that's potential for hopefully further seasons down the line or further miniseries for Wayward Pines. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think they've got an interesting world here for sure. I think it would, I think that would be a good idea if they did that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you you mentioned a lot of the cast earlier, uh, you know, but the cast on the show is definitely a solid cast. You know, you got yourself, you have Matt Dillon, Terrence Howard. You know, these guys aren't strangers to the screen before, but you have an Oscar winner in the cast. You know, with Melissa Leo. Um, I'm wondering. You know these people, and I'm wondering if that was at all intimidating for you to have to you know to work alongside them. You know what it it was actually at times I I realized during the process and I still say this even after that it was it's like wow this is the one place that has this is the the most like the highest number of incredible actors I've ever worked with in one room mm-hmm. you know I've done I've done a lot I actually haven't done a lot but I've done a, a good amount of work but I, considering the amount of work, years I've been at it it's actually when I when you count, I did I did a few months ago. I counted exactly how many movies I'd done, and it was so little. Well, you you took a you took a you took a break too, though, didn't you? 
Yeah, I've had two. So I have a three-year-old and a twelve-year-old, and it's a it's a it's a funny rhythm, you know. So yeah. it's like right, kind of you have momentum, and then and then I and then I have a child, and then there's some sort of momentum again, and your child's growing up, and then you have another child. So I'm, you know, just going with the flow in life, and everything happens for a reason. It's really beautiful, and I'm I, I love it. But it does sort of the the yeah, it kind of chops it up. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, I've I've turned down things that you know I could just do for practice or even money, and that's not the greatest business, for sure. And I admit that all the time. And and um, I could be working more, but I think I really do think I love staying. I love these periods of staying home and being with my children and, yeah. and trying to just um, um, uh, get to know myself really. Yeah, and, and nobody but can blame me for that. Aside, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Oprah episode guy, <laughs> um, I, which I could totally go on in that direction forever. Uh, the the cast was yes, I, I I you know at the table read on set rehearsals at dinner. Sometimes we would all go out to dinner. Just remember looking around and thinking, wow, it's, <laughs> this is a, a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's like you know these are six or seven really incredible actors all in one place. And like what I was starting to say is that in the past it's been uh, I've worked with incredible actors, but like one or two mm-hmm. in a movie, you know. Or and so that was great. It was intimidating. Everybody has in very different acting styles, um, and that that can also be tricky. Kind of navigating your way through that because I tend to be an actress that's very much uh, I, I'm. I don't come in with everything completely set. I really love being in the moment and having things be super alive and reacting to the person you're with. And um, and and by the way, most actors love to do that. I'm not saying I'm not doing anything actors usually don't do, but I almost, like, I do that a lot extra. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, more than I am have something pre-planned. Mm-hmm. And that actually a little bit of a hard style in television I noticed and it's really hard when you're working with a lot of different people and they have different styles and how they approach things and so I would say I learned a lot in this. yeah well that's yeah. Um, yeah I mean in production wise you know you're you're working under a project that's you know that's M. Knight's work uh, were you a fan of his taking this on too yeah very much um, I hadn't seen all of his movies but I remembered The Sixth Sense and I remember liking it a lot, and mostly I was a fan of him as a person. He when we when we met and when we worked together, I, I was just surprised at how funny he was. He's very funny, mm-hmm. so I, I I found myself laughing all the time, and that was a great that was a great feeling and a great experience. And I think he did a great job with the with the show and the pilot and kind of nav- navigating everyone. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think he's. He's really fun, and he's and he's from this area too. He's yes, from out this way. Yes, I love your area. We, he actually was really sweet and invited us all to dinner when we started the show, and um, it was it was beautiful. He lives <laughs> out in this like beautiful farm. Yeah, it felt like it was Amish. It was so pure, and I, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. There are some really nice areas out this way when you when you hit those kind of country looking areas. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. And this isn't blowing smoke or anything. I mean, Ben and I both agree. This is probably, the Wayward Pines is probably some of his best work that he's done with all the, the movies and everything he's done. And this is his first stint on TV, right? 
Like he hadn't done any TV shows before this, not that I can think of at least. No, I don't think so. I think this is his first, yeah. yeah and, I think and I, I think it's great too. I was gonna say, like you yeah. said, with all with all the names involved and and you had said, you know, you've you felt like um this was the most great amount of I don't know if that's proper grammar, not most great <laughs> amount of actors you've worked with. Yeah. I think that would be the case for many actors and actresses, um, you know, uh, all these great people in the, the show, and I'm sure that was a big draw, like we said. Uh, and outside of M9, I mean, just in other TV shows with this type of genre, were they, you know, were there any of those past or present that you were a big fan of that kind of helped draw you into this type of role as well? I mean, I know I wouldn't really compare it to Lost, but the whole kind of, like, mind games it plays with you kind of compares to Lost. Were you a fan of any type of those TV shows? You know what? No, but that's only because I haven't seen them and there's just not a lot of time. I'm not a huge television person. Um, I don't watch a lot of TV at home, although right now I am watching uh, Downton Abbey. Oh, okay. Because I, okay, that, yeah, I, I never saw it before. So I actually started with season one about a month ago. Is it so good? I'm like, I'm lost in the world. <laughs> yeah. It's, very, it's, you know, I don't it, know yeah, if it's... you guys would like it. <laughs> it, it, TV shows in general are quite a commitment. I mean, there are so many that, you know, you hear about that are really good, but it's just hard to, to watch all of them. Yeah, and you have to live, we have to live our life. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, there's so many, I believe you, I believe you that it's the best show you've ever seen. And I believe you, but I just, I can't, I, I, I don't know, I have to choose life or the, this fictional, you know, there's so many. There's two, but, but that's a, we're saying a positive for our industry, obviously, because it was very grim for a while right. there for, yeah. for us So, and for everybody in the entertainment industry. So it's exciting that there are so many are there, um working. Are there any maybe fun or funny or even eerie stories that happen while you're filming on set working on a show like this? Um, you know, the best time I ever had was when I was working with Terrence. Okay. He's local Terrence to us, was, too. It, is he, oh, I that's think he's right. a Philly guy. Yeah, yeah he's a yeah. Philly guy, too. Yeah. You should just come, okay, hunt, so, come hang out so, in Philly, I guess. <laughs> that's the theme. That's what's happening here. It's that you guys are all funny. <laughs> or fun. Yeah, we would just be doing the most, you know, dark, intense, terrifying scene. And <laughs> right when we said cut, it was, or that when they said cut, it was just like cracking up. <laughs> you know, just, just by being with him, I just had a really great time with him, and I um, and I cherish that for sure. Yeah, and I'm excited about his success right now. I mean, you know, he got that show after we did We Were Pines, and probably no one knew, even them included, that it would be such a huge hit. And I'm just really happy for him. Yeah, and very special. Yeah, Empire's and Empire is a huge show for Fox. Yeah, another one I haven't seen. By the way, I wish I could say something about I'm, it. I'm I'm in the same I'm in the yeah, same boat. I haven't watched I haven't it yet either. Yet either. <laughs> so, what are your guys' favorite shows? Is there a, is there a, a theme that, that that you you draw to your podcast? Is like, well, we, is it all sci-fi? No, we cover all all different aspects of pop culture. I mean, it's not just sci-fi or it's not genre related. It's pretty much all TV and such. I know. Right now, I've I've had friends telling me for a while to to check out Parks and Recreation, so I'm I'm kind of in the middle of that right now, and and I'm loving it. So I'm like been binge watching that one. Now, how do you binge watch that one? Is that 
like Amazon, Amazon Prime, or I know this is a silly question, but sometimes, how do you, where do all these live? Mostly Netflix. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and that's where Parks and Rec is right now. Okay, got so, it, good to know. Um, you probably are. got one of those Roku boxes. Yeah. Oh, those are, yeah, those are, those are a dangerous thing to have. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. <laughs> yeah, we probably do lean a little more toward, not, not necessarily all sci-fi or anything, but I mean, we, we do talk a bit of Game of Thrones. I know Ben's a big fan of Walking Dead. Uh, although House of Cards is not sci-fi and we're very big on, on that show. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that one's really good. Actually, a director who's directed a lot of those episodes, uh, I hear, again, it's another show I haven't seen, is um, James Foley, who did episode five, the big reveal one. Of oh. oh, okay. Well, now we can see why that's so good. Experience. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was the that was one of the best. Um, the, the, that was that was a great experience. I felt incredibly safe. Yeah. With him, probably the safest I felt all all season. To be yeah. honest, yeah, I can really, imagine. yeah, he was incredible. Well, I know we're getting uh, close to the end of our time with you, but I I can't go without mentioning that Adam and I are both huge fans of A Knight's Tale. Um, and that movie was such a great, solid movie, and you know it was so much fun to watch. Um, I wasn't aware at the time watching that movie that that was actually your first major role, was it not? It was, yes. So, I mean, I gotta wonder what it was like for you to have your first major role be a movie that's so, you know, that's such a fan favorite of so many people's. Like, it's gotta make you feel good, at least knowing that now. Yeah. Well. F- Mostly, I'm so proud because so many people love it years later, and that makes me happy for the director and writer, Brian mm-hmm. Helgeland. I love Brian till the day I die. I think he's just a special person. He's he's of an older order. Um, they do things a different way, and, and I and I I love that. He's very classic and epic, and his writing is so solid. Um, no cutting corners, just like a, a, a solid, amazing, classic screenwriter. And I, I just got lucky, you know, I got lucky and I also worked hard for it. I think the, I think being 20 and, you know, I grew up in Reno and never having acted before really except for commercials and music videos where you don't have any lines mm-hmm. and you're just expected to just look pretty and dance around. <laughs> it was I jumped in in a really fearless way that I I still to this day try to like remind myself of and 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 grab again because I I there was nothing to lose you know it was it was a, a casting director um, had seen me and asked me to audition for it and she probably even thought it was a fluke and was just kind of like this girl's interesting let's try this and didn't think it would go and then I it, my first reading was strangely okay it was it was. Like I said, I was just going for it from such an innocent place, and it was it was actually working, but it wasn't quite there. And so then I did another reading, but it was better. And then and then you know because I kept getting called back, it was giving me more confidence, and so it just kept getting better and better. And I and I won it. I won it fair and square, and it was an incredible experience. But I do, you know, sometimes I think about like, oh gosh, I wish it hadn't happened so early because I would have loved. I, I do feel envious for people that had school, like proper schooling and mm-hmm. a place to fall down and get back up. I've definitely learned as I go, and it's been a ride. You know, so many different um, kinds of movies and characters and kinds of directors. And like I was saying before, I'm someone that's just like the instrument's really very ad- adaptable and 
um, can be terrible if the director's terrible and, and the writing's terrible and can be great if the director's. And I think when you, when you study and you have technique, it's, it's nice to always be able to come through for yourself no matter, who, no matter what. Yeah. If the director's yeah. good, if, you know. So that would be my only if there, if you were to say like reg regret for having done something so kind of soon or naively, but mostly it's just, then you know everything like i said everything happens for a reason and you just get you just go for the ride yeah, yeah i mean then, i think at least back then um not many people can say this but you back then at least you're every then high school aged boys major crush that year at least i know that much <laughs> that's so funny too because she's such a snot <laughs> <laughs> Like I think about it now, and it's you know I I have not watched it in a very long time. It's so hard to watch things. Oh, it's always on TV. And it's so hard when it is. I'm like, change the channel. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, su such a snot. <laughs> if I was a young boy, I would I just you know. And well, anyway, so I think it's the, funny. There was the one scene. It was on this weekend again. So I actually did watch. Um, as much of it as I could, but uh, there's the one scene where she had made him lose, and then he lost, and then she made him need to win, you know, and, and Heath's character just gives that look, and I had the same look on my face, like, just like a woman, you know, make, yeah. make you lose, and then now she wants you to win. I remember Brian telling me once, he's like, I just had to, there were so, even though you're reading, like, your first reading wasn't, you know, it wasn't like it was the best, you know. You got better as we kept calling you back, and but, that, but there was something in the way you were sitting. You were so naturally a princess. So maybe I was a snot. Maybe I am a snot. I don't know. Nah, I, I don't think so. In the last twenty or so minutes, I would say no. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are cute. Well, it's. It has been a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem at all. We want to um, we want to send our listeners your way to follow you on Twitter. Uh, you're at Shan Sossaman. And yes, and same with Instagram, Shan Sossaman. Okay, yeah, we'll send people your way there as well, uh, as well as following Wayward Pines Fox on Twitter. And, of course, check out Wayward Pines, Thursdays, 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock Central. Shannon, thanks so much for joining us. This was great. Yeah, thank you guys, too. So... Uh, all right, guys, we will be back with the showcast right after this break. <laughs>